How's it going, Pickleball World? Welcome to Third Shot, the podcast where we are bringing the pickleball community together and growing the game internationally, nationally, across social media platforms, wherever it is, we are doing it. And I am here, like usual, with Uncle Greg and Russ. How are you two doing? I'm doing good. I've I've uh I've been pre gaming uh, the shot, so I'm, I'm ready for that first shot. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle, you keeping up? <laughs> I don't know, man. It sounds like Russ has definitely beaten me to the starting line. <laughs> he sure is. Um, well, if you two are ready to get this show started, we could do our first official shot. Although Russ is go. already some ways into it. I know. For sure. I shot. think the key there is the official start. <laughs> right. Official start. <laughs> Cheers. I like that in the opening, <sighs> Richie, you said international because I was looking at some of our, you know, I geek out on the stats stuff, right? I'm mm-hmm. looking at the stats and we have listeners in China and the Philippines and uh, Australia. Yeah. Like, it's taking off, you know, around the world. And when we're on Instagram, we're seeing a lot of posts from pickleball clubs and tournaments all over the world. I I think it's fantastic. Yeah. It's really fun to see that. And if any of those listeners are listening to this episode, I strongly encourage them to reach out because how cool would that be to have our first international guest on third shot? Ooh, something to work on. You know, the last episode, you know, you got my wheels turning right now. The last episode, we were talking about the Shamrock Open, and we were talking to uh, Dan Battistone of Lake Las Vegas Sports Club, and he said they're going to have some players in from Ireland. So possibly we are going to be doing some interviews from the, uh, the Shamrock Open. We can have our first international interview with people from Ireland. And how appropriate. I mean... Two people from Ireland for the Shamrock Open on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, we got to save it for St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) Russ, I want to ask you this about this whole podcasting from the Shamrock Open. You've been kind of teasing me with potentially doing some live stuff. Yeah, well, I think what we need to do, and I was actually debating on pressing the little live button here, right, like right now, uh, well, you know, the, the little pregame shots, but just hitting that on, on Podbean because they have this whole live thing that I really want to play around with here and, uh, you know, get us going on that. I think that'll be fun. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we got the Instagram and all that stuff, right? Are you going to be hitting the gram live from the uh, tournaments there? Oh, Yeah. I think so. do all the lives. I think so. <laughs> all the lives. Everything that's live. <laughs> we got what, uh, what is it? Kelly Ripa live. We got uh, right. Facebook live. We got, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Today show live. They'll be there. Yeah, we got all the lives. We're going to, you know. Saturday Night Live? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think that'll be really cool. I mean, it's it's uh, something different. And then, uh, you know, we can also like kind of bring in some some guests from wherever. You don't have to be in Vegas. Like we could actually pull people in uh, using this Podbean thing. So I, I think that'll be really cool. That's yeah, gonna be I'm exciting. very excited for it. And, you know, this is going to be my first tournament and we get to be hosting it as a podcast. But going back, 
I don't know, all the way back to January. We're like two months into the year now. That was my New Year's resolution was to start playing in more tournaments. And look, we got this one on the books. There you go. Making it happen. That's so cool that we are making it happen. And, you know, this tournament, I think, is the perfect lead in to the rest of the year. Right. It's not like super competitive. It's fun. You and I get to do it together. Uh, You know, Russ is going to be with us. I, I think this is the perfect first tournament of the year for you. I think so, too. And I appreciate you two being there to support me through my New Year's resolutions. And I do have to check in with you, too, because I remember I said I was going to hold you two accountable and check back in. <laughs> Are you ready? Uh-oh. Well, my resolution <laughs> was to kind of work out and stretch more so that I can actually play in tournaments and not be all injured. Right. And yes. I have been. I've been, you know, I've been doing my stretches before and after every time I go out and play. And I totally feel the difference in my body. Like I'm not pain free. So I don't, you know, I'm not pain free. I still got this little nagging injury that bothers me, but it doesn't bother me nearly as much because I'm doing the proper stretching and and working out uh, in between my matches, uh, you know, during the week before I play on weekends. And then when I get home afterwards, I really stretch even more after I play than before. And I think that is really helping my recovery. That's awesome. Because I remember it was a hip injury, wasn't it, last year? It was. It was. So I've been doing a lot of uh, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of hip movements. <laughs> <laughs> I look a little silly, okay? <laughs> I look a little silly. Sometimes I'm on all fours and, you know, when, when my dog looks at me and really identifies with my movements... <laughs> So somehow your dog is laughing. I, I don't know how. <laughs> he, he just I, I think he just shrugs and goes, no, you're doing it wrong. Oh. <laughs> you know, last week when we were talking about the shamrock thing, I, I, I layered in some some music, you know, some Irish music underneath. Right. Just to kind of give it that feel for this story, Greg, I'll put in some Elvis music that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Get those hips moving. <laughs> I thought you were, were going to go with uh, like, who, who let the dogs out or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Russ, what about your New Year's resolution? You were talking about playing more. We know you got started. Yeah, well, got started. And yeah, I'm excited. I've got more like stuff coming, right? Like there's 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 stuff coming to my yeah. my uh, inbox here. Like in the next couple of days, I've got a UPS package of of uh, new paddles coming and uh, all kinds of stuff. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah. It's, you're going to get totally set up. Everything you need is coming your way in the next day or so. So we're going to be talking about you ramping up the game here very quickly. Right. Right. Well, see, the thing is I'm going to start playing against my son and that's either going to make me play more or play less because <laughs> every single thing I've ever played with him, like I start out and I'm like, oh, well, this is great. I'm like totally the pro. I'm, you know, and he's looking up to me like, oh, you're the pro at this. You're so good. And then, you know, little time passes and all of a sudden like he's beating me massively. And it's like, we played we played basketball the other day, for example, and uh, we played to 30 
Um, he got 30. I got four. So oh, no. <laughs> Whoa. <I love> <laughs> yeah, he just kills it. So, uh, it'll be interesting to uh, play against him. That's, that's going to be, uh, the big telltale here. I'm just a little bit, about, about an inch and a half or so. Okay. But, um, what I'm going to do, I'm just going to keep playing. See, now this is, this is the real thing. I gotta, I, and I gotta talk quietly cause you know, he's, he's close by here, but I'm going to start just playing, get really good, and then I'll play against him. So uh, it, I got to train ah, up. Yeah. I really got to get good so that I can actually be okay at this because it can't be another Angry Birds because he killed me at that whole thing. That was the first <laughs> thing that he beat me at. And man, we got to we gotta stop that. <laughs> this could be your game. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, so I think you've got a, a good strategy. Yeah, I, I agree. Is there a sport that you're still better than him right now? Uh, bowling and arm wrestling and that's it <laughs> okay and the Take arm wrestling wins where they where you can get well, them <laughs> the arm wrestling i was like okay i gotta figure out a way to, to stay in shape so i bought some dumbbells <laughs> using it in the office he has them right there <laughs> i'm showing them right right to you guys because i need to keep up i need to you know so I got so the treadmill. Only, I got these. I'm I'm working yeah. out. Yeah, you got the treadmill. And the, are you doing it at the same time? Are you curling uh, while you're doing the the treadmill? Yes, I'm making it. I'm I'm doing it. I'm making it happen. These are and not only like to to make this you know not about me here. This this whole show is becoming the rest show. But <laughs> I'm doing that, and I'm doing a Zoom. So I'm like I'm working out while I'm working, which is fantastic. So I'm getting paid to work. Uh, and paid to work out. It's yeah. it's a beautiful thing. And so you're working you're, your brain too, because it's multitasking. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. if you're doing a Zoom, does that make you go faster on a treadmill? Uh, <laughs> it's it's more, so okay. All right, I'll give you guys the story. I wasn't going to share this story, just because. Okay, so my iPhone was having some problems, right? Like I wasn't able to hear anybody, and so you know I'm like having to hold it like really close to my ears in order to hear anybody talking to me. So I made an appointment. I, I set up a thing at the genius bar and uh, went in and they were able to fix it. And I said, Oh yeah, you know what? There's one more thing. I've started working out. Like I'm doing a treadmill thing every day and I'm walking on the treadmill, but my Apple watch is not recording it as a treadmill thing. It just stop, keeps stopping. And, and they go, Oh, well that's, that's kind of weird. Maybe we should take a look at your Apple watch. And so, you know, I start to go take it off. And she's like, so how fast are you going on the treadmill? I'm like, eh, like two and a half miles per hour. She's like, oh, well, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) So first of all, she said my phone was basically because, you know, like, it's like, this is, this sounds disgusting, but it's like dead skin and like earwax and pocket lint. So basically Apple has, has told me that, uh, I'm, I'm gross and lazy. (laughs) That was the outcome <laughs> of my genius bar. <laughs> wow. What an experience. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's kind of, they should compliment you about your two and a half miles per hour while you're working, while you're exactly, doing curls. Right? They shouldn't be, you know, saying, yeah. oh, it's too well, slow. Well, so actually the, 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 bigger, <laughs> the bigger issue is I'm going slow, so it's not really upping my heart rate. And I've got my hands on my keyboard, so the watch isn't actually moving. So mm. what they told me, also like put my phone in my pocket while I'm walking, and so it actually worked today. I, I did it; it worked. Put the phone in the pocket, but now it's going to have all this pocket lint. It's going to get dirty again. I'm going to have to go back. 
Can you put your watch on your ankle, like a? Oh, that's a good like idea. an ankle. <laughs> have an ankle bracelet. <laughs> well, you did learn something new. You did learn a little more from the genius people. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but what what do you want to learn more about when it comes to pickleball today? Oh, today. Well, we've got the tournament coming up, right? For 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 Bridgie. So, like, I know I'm not ready, like, for the tournament play yet. But once I do get ready, how do I sign up for one of these? How do I get involved in a tournament? That is a great question because I'm going to be all over this website this year. And mm-hmm. I found mine on pickleballtournaments.com. And it makes it really easy to find what's coming up um, and find out what's coming up in your area. They have a calendar. So whatever weekends you're free or whichever ones are better for you to schedule your tournaments, look there first and um, you create a profile and it makes it really simple on how to register what the cost is, is very transparent. So that's super nice. And then it's all in one spot too. So if you continuously use this one website under your profile, you can see all of your history on all the tournaments that you participate in and who you play with. Nice. Nice. Can you, Okay, now now I'm going to totally throw another question in there. I, I know I only get one per week, but can you actually win money playing tournaments? Oh, yeah. That you know of? Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of cash tournaments. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, All right, most, so I, I can actually make some cash doing this. Oh, that's, oh that's yeah. Great. And, and, and there are amateur tournaments that you can make some cash at. And so here's the other thing that I thought of as you were kind of telling your story about, you know, trying to sneak out and play a little bit behind your son's back. I hope he's not mm-hmm. listening to the show, but I hope he's listening to the show. Anyway, <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little mixed feelings here. But, <laughs> you know, last week we interviewed the Pickle Play app. Um, and that's a great way to find courts near you, find players, because you can't just go out by yourself very often and get better at the game. You could do drills and stuff, but why not, you know, meet with other players? And I think the Pickle Play app would be a great way for you to sneak out, find some players that will help you out, and, um, you know, then you're ready to take him on. Right. Right. Okay. You can right. verse him with your new pickleball buddy too that you find on the app. Yeah. There we go. So nice. pickle play app. That's the way to go, I think. You're gonna find some training partners. Nice. All right. Well, I, I like that. Uh okay, so that's our, our learning more segment over on my podcast. We're always learning more. What's happening on this podcast today? Well, speaking of finding partners, I needed a doubles partner for the Shamrock Open. And, uh, you know, obviously Bridgie is my mixed doubles partner, but I needed a men's doubles partner. And sure enough, uh, I kind of met somebody on Instagram. We started hitting it off and and having a connection. So after we come back from break, you are going to get to meet my doubles partner for the Shamrock Open, Greg Ballard. So stay tuned. Come back. Greg is just, he's so much fun. And uh, he's got a very interesting story to tell about kind of traveling around the country playing pickleball. So come back to Third Shot and meet Greg Ballard.
There are so many different paddle companies, and one that stands out is Wild Monkeys. They are family-owned and donate a portion of sales to the Georgia Wildlife Federation. Wild Monkeys has crazy designs with really cool stories behind them. But most importantly, these paddles play. Their selection has a little bit of everything. Thick core, thinner core, heavyweight, midweight, lightweight, elongated, wide body. And the grips. Wild Monkey partners with ProLite and hand wrap all of their paddles with those amazing sweat channeling diamond grips. They start at $99 and come with a lifetime warranty. As a third shot listener, you will save 10% when you use code WMDROP10 at checkout on wildmonkeypb.com. That's wildmonkeyspb.com. Head over to Wild Monkeys and join the chaos. Welcome back to Third Shot. Please check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Third Shot Podcast or on Twitter. Search for at Third Shot Pod. Speaking of Instagram, our next, our next guest came to us through Instagram. Bridgie and I are thrilled to be joined by Greg Ballard, known as Pickle or Die on the Gram. How's it going, partner? Uh, it's amazing. How are you doing today? We are ready to talk some pickleball with the pickle or die king, Greg Ballard. <laughs> we are. And it's a very special day because we get a double shot of Greg, Uncle Greg and Greg. Yes. We, we, we are known as G squared on the courts. Uh, <laughs> you know, Greg, you got to remind me, how did we first, you know, get in touch with each other on over on Instagram? Oh man, um, that's a good question. There, I remember the I, first I, time I, I really remember, remember is when I was going out to Steamboat Springs in Denver, and somehow you found out I was yeah. going. To, I'm sorry, I was going out to Steamboat Springs in Colorado, and you're in Denver, and you found out that I was going to be out in the area, and um, you know, you we were trying to get in touch touch with each other so anyway i think that's the first memory but before we get in too deep here yeah we haven't done our shot yet we gotta we gotta toast to Mm. our pickleball partnership at the shamrock open to my doubles partner greg definitely and to my mixed doubles partner bridgie (laughs) i need to change my name for the episode to greg (laughs) (laughs) cheers you have a g (laughs) so yeah i remember us trying to get together and playing some pickleball in colorado but you know me not being from colorado i had no idea where steamboat springs was in relation to uh to denver so it was a little too far for us to get together and i think it snowed like five feet while i was at steamboat so i wasn't driving anywhere anyway yeah it gets pretty thick there (laughs) You know, I do re- I do remember that now. Um, the, I posted that I was in Colorado for like a week. And you're like, I'm going there. And I'm like, well, let's get together. I do remember that now. <laughs> yeah, I, and it was funny because Uncle was super happy when he came back. And he was telling us about his experience tracking down a place to play pickleball while he was on vacation in Colorado. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But your partnership came of it and he 
was telling me a little bit that you were traveling across the United States playing pickleball in every state. Is that what was happening? Well, not every state. So my wife is a traveling nurse. And um, we, we, we've been going for about a year and a half now. And I, I actually started learning to play in Anchorage, Alaska. Wow. Um, and then, and it's like, it was like a straight injection, you know, and I'm addicted since then. <laughs> and I've been playing everywhere we go. We make special stops so I can play. It's been really nice. I've been very lucky. So your wife was busy the whole time that you were just out there playing pickleball? I mean, this is like the ultimate hall pass for, for pickleball players. <laughs> you know, I can't complain. <laughs> I can't complain. It's been an amazing experience. So tell so, me, which states did you hit? Um, well, we, I started in Anchorage, Alaska. We went from Anchorage to St. Louis, Missouri. Um, from St. Louis, we went to Christmas in um, Virginia. We played in Virginia for three weeks. And then we went to Connecticut, played in Connecticut. Um, on the way home, we played in Atlanta. And then in St. Louis again. <laughs> but I've played in Hawaii, uh, Colorado. Uh, and I think that's it right now. And I'm, I haven't played in Utah. So, so I, you know, that's I've it right ask, now. I, I'm looking to expand. Out of all of the places you've been, because that's quite a few, I can only name two states that I've played pickleball in. Out of all of those states, which was your favorite and why? <clears throat> um, I really enjoyed St. Louis, uh, Missouri. Um, because the, the ability there was insane. The quality of play was really, really good. I'd play in the mornings outdoors in a park and during the week, it's usually the older crowd, you know, and I remember a, a number of times taking a, a nice whooping from them. <laughs> so, you know, you learn real quick. <laughs> um, and then on top of that, they have uh, this place called the Missouri Pickleball Club, and it's an indoor facility with outdoor surfaces. So it's oh, really nice. It's 18 amazing. courts in there. It's, it, is a, it is a very special place. <laughs> it is a very special place. That sounds amazing. I never, I didn't even know that existed, that they had indoor facilities with outdoor courts. So the ball would react very similar to outdoor, even though you didn't have wind or sun conditions, right? Right. There's no rainouts. There's no weather conditions to deal with. It's really nice. It's a really, it's really fun that way. <laughs> All right. So, so let's, uh, let's upset a few people here. And uh, you told us where your favorite place to play. Where was your least favorite place to play at why? <laughs> oh, man. Um, Honestly, um, Kauai was, my, I think, my least favorite place. Oh, no. Um, 
Well, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I was there kind of off season for pickleball because all the snowbirds were not there. I was there in the summertime. And oh. every time I'd go out there, it was one or two people. So we never really had a full match. Um, so in that respect, that's why it's my least favorite. Um, but the conditions were pretty amazing. You know, when you're looking at the ocean from the court, I mean, you can't complain too much. Yeah. And wow, I'm guessing yeah. it was probably what, 75 to 80 degrees every, every day. <laughs> yeah. Give or take. And then, you know, if it rained, it was dried up within an hour and a half or so. That's so funny because when I heard you mention you playing in Hawaii, I was thinking that would make the top of the list just because I was purely thinking, you know, the environment is seems so perfect and you have the beach right there. But the players really do make a difference on whether or not you have a, a good time playing. So it seems like across the country, though, it's been well receptive to you joining, you know, random communities. Is that kind of the experience that you had as well? Yes. Um, it's very, very social, right? Like you guys already done a podcast on the social aspect of it. Um, and I've come to find that very true. Um, everyone's pretty welcoming, pretty happy that you're there. Um, you know, they try and test you a little bit and then, (laughs) and then, you know, you have to show them what you got and they show you what they got. And then everyone's cool. and Everyone's friends. But um, for the most part, welcoming, um, happy that you're there. You know, they're, they're, they'll give you different options like, hey, you should go over here and play. It's great courts over here. Um, yeah, it's been really nice. Well, you made a lot the- of good friends. Well, that's actually what, what I was going to ask you is uh, you must have made amazing relationships traveling around to different states and just finding players. And, you know, the one thing that Bridgie and I have learned is everywhere we go and play, we're kind of making new friends. Wherever the courts are, we're, we're finding new people, developing new relationships. They teach us a little bit more about pickleball. Um, I'm guessing it's kind of to the extreme for you. You're You're learning – about pickleball from all different regions and making friends from all different regions. I got to ask you this question though, when you're traveling around, do you notice that Mm -hmm. the style changes like in St. Louis versus Anchorage or, you know, other places that you play or does everybody pretty much play pickleball Mm -hmm. the same way? Um, I think for the most part, it's pretty consistent. Um, Connecticut though was a whole different beast. Um, all the guys were really upset when you dinked. They don't like playing a slow game. So that was always fun to slow it down to them because they absolutely hated it. <laughs> They're <laughs> bangers until, you know, the end of the time. Um, and for them, like for the guys there, it just seems like that's how, the lower uh, the lower spectrum of the sport is is you dink and because it's it's not it's not it's the wussy way you know and I was like well this is the way it's actually supposed to be and they're not I'd say less well rounded playing wise. That's interesting. Yeah. 
that there's so many different styles of play. And it's not wussy, it's finesse, right? You gotta <laughs> It is finesse. That, <laughs> takes a lot of saying. skill. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanna People take our finesse anyway. game. I wanna take our finesse game into the Shamrock Open. You know, Greg and I are gonna be playing some doubles together. Um we got to take a short break, but when we come back, I want to kind of explore because the interesting thing about Greg and I, we've never actually met and we've never played pickleball together. So it might be the first time we're actually on the same court in a tournament. This is going to be interesting. So anyway, I want to explore what's going to happen here when we come back from break. So stay with us. We'll be right back with Third Shot Podcast. There are so many different paddle companies, and one that stands out is Wild Monkeys. They are family-owned and donate a portion of sales to the Georgia Wildlife Federation. Wild Monkeys has crazy designs with really cool stories behind them. But most importantly, these paddles play. Their selection has a little bit of everything. Thick core, thinner core, heavyweight, midweight, lightweight, elongated, wide body, and the grips. Wild Monkey partners with ProLite and hand wrap all of their paddles with those amazing sweat channeling diamond grips. They start at $99 and come with a lifetime warranty. As a third shot listener, you will save 10% when you use code WMDROP10 at checkout on wildmonkeypb.com. That's wildmonkeyspb.com. Head over to Wild Monkeys and join the chaos. Thanks for coming back to Third Shot, the podcast where our goal is to bring the pickleball community together. Check out our website, thirdshotpodcast.com, for our latest episodes and blogs. And don't forget to follow our show. Please rate us five stars. And most of all, go sign up for the Shamrock Open in Las Vegas this March for St. Patrick's Day. Come in, play against us, get interviewed. We'll be doing some live interviews with players, organizers, sponsors. We'll be talking to everybody. So come in and join us. It's going to be a lot of fun at the Shamrock Open where our guests, Greg Ballard and I, are going to be playing some men's doubles together, and it is going to be on. So to get the spirit going for St. Patrick's Day, let's do a shot for our third segment of the show. So cheers, everybody. Cheers. (laughs) So, Greg... You and I have never actually met before. We've talked on the phone. We're doing this podcast. We are t- constantly talking on Instagram, but the two of us have never played pickleball together, and we are going to try to play doubles. What do you think I should expect when the two of us get on the court together? You know, what, what style of play do you like? What should I know about your game? Talk to me. This is, um, this, this, is, this is our chalk talk right now to get ready for this tournament. Okay. Um, people say I'm a banger. I don't – I guess I am. I don't know. Um, I make some drops on a third shot, but a lot of do – I do a lot of third shot drives. Um, and I like playing at the net. <laughs> so if, um, if there's a lob happening – to the, to the other side of us, anyways, against, you know, our opponents. I'm rushing the net. Um, I like the hand battles. 
and placements. Uh, that's that's kind of me. I don't know. I just I hit the ball hard. <laughs> don't like, give away like, too much now, right? What's right Who now? Who knows who's yeah. listening? Right. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I play how I play, and if they want to come, they can come. There you go, Uncle. Yeah. What are you expecting? Are you going to share what your strategy is, or kind of what you're expecting from it? Um, my first strategy is don't embarrass myself. <laughs> my second strategy is don't embarrass Greg, right? Oh, you won't embarrass okay, me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, 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 you know, Greg, Greg can handle himself. So if we happen to get into a little bit of a scrum or something, I, I feel pretty protected. So I'm, I'm good there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny because when I play doubles, um, I don't have a regular doubles partner. So I'm always playing with somebody new. And I find that my style is very, let's just adapt as quickly as possible to who I'm playing with that match. Because a lot of times when I go out and play weekends and stuff like that, I'm just in pickup games and I'm playing with a different partner almost every every game. So I'm just trying to adapt with their style and trying to figure it out. So knowing now that Greg's a banner, banger, he likes to get to the net, uh, I can I can do that. I can do that. I can get us up there. And uh, if, if we want to just go banging on, on players, let's do it. I love that. Let's bring it. On top of everything, I can be as competitive as you need me to be. I like to have fun. I talk. I like to have fun. Everything's lighthearted. I'm not getting paid to do this. So, you know, if we win, we win. If we don't, we don't. You know, whatever. I just like to go play. So I love that attitude. And, you know, this tournament in particular, it sounds like that's exactly the environment that they're trying to create. There's going to be food. Um, it's very social. There's going to be music. So I think you two are going to have a really good time. And it sounds like you'll, you're both very adaptable. So I'm expecting some good things from this matchup, pair up, whatever it is. I think it's going to be a good match. I think it's going to be a great match. And depending on how it goes, you know, maybe we can meet somewhere else and play in tournaments. Oh, oh, the, for sure. For sure. I mean, oh. it doesn't even matter how it goes. We're, we're, we're you know, we're, we're going to be playing together down the road for sure. I think sure. more than anything, there's going to be more laughter going on on our matches than any other match at the, at the uh, Shamrock Open. I'm looking to have a great time. And every time you and I talk, we are constantly laughing. There's no doubt. It's yeah. I mean, you know, when, when personalities mesh, it's the greatest thing. Well, and the best part about your personality and my personality, Bridgie and Russ is we all love to eat and Las Vegas has a lot of food options for us. We are going to definitely have some fun there as well. Oh, I can't oh, yeah. wait. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Bridgie's are the local, so she's going to be our food tour guide. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Saving all those Instagram reels right now to curate the perfect restaurant tour while you're here. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I I do love to eat a little bit. (laughs) You know, I've never asked you this question. Bridgie asked me this earlier about you, and I had no idea. Do you play tournaments? I do. I love tournaments. Um, I played probably six or eight tournaments in St. Louis. 
Wow. We were there for four, four, four or five months. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I I ended up playing um, men's doubles with multiple different partners, and we did okay. Um, and I had one mixed doubles partner that I played with most of the time, and we did okay there as well. So, you know, it, if you just keep it light. You know, you just kind of have fun and who cares about you hit a ball out, you know, everyone's going to do it. So right. that's just my philosophy. If you have fun with whoever you're playing with, it's all fun. It's all good. So as a seasoned tournament professional, yeah. what advice would you give to two very brand spanking new tournament participants? I always like to drop my speed down. So I always go 80%. Um, you know, like I don't go hundred percent. I go 80% and I go nine, I go try and do 95% accuracy. Okay. Yeah. Cause you don't need to kill the ball to make a right. pass. So if you just go 80% um, and you try and, be 90 to 95% accurate. It's all about the accuracy. So, and if you're trying to go too hard, the accuracy is not there. So when I get into tournament mode, I go, I turn it down to 80% and go 90, 95%. So, accurate. so I need somebody to help me with my math. What's 95% of zero accuracy. <laughs> 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 Fridgey's you know played with me enough to know. Hopefully, you're not, hopefully you hit a, a spectator or something. That, that <laughs> keeps it exciting. Right. Just, well, you know, if I don't know where it's going to go, the opponent doesn't know where it's going to go, right? So that's got to be an right. advantage. Right. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> you know, and, and maybe Mother Nature is going to help us, and it's going to be really windy, and it's going to somehow the ones that are going way wide that will blow back in. Nobody's expecting it to get back to the court. Right? Yeah, hopefully. It could happen. Hey, Greg, uh, you are affiliated now with Bread and Butter. Talk a little bit about, you know, Bread and Butter and how did you guys uh, get together? Um, well, there's nothing that's super official right now. Um, I have enjoyed playing their paddle. Um, I love their design, um, their logo, their shirts are amazing. The personality of the owners are great. So, I mean, I think it's just kind of a fit. Hopefully we'll see what happens later on down the road. But right now I enjoy playing their paddle, the drip, um, 16 millimeter. It's a full, it's a unibody. Um, and for a 16 millimeter, it has pretty good power that you know you lose in other 16 millimeters so yeah it's you know just like any other paddle it's taking some time to get used to but i absolutely love that paddle has nice touch has nice power we haven't gotten a chance to play with them yet but um we do follow them on instagram and i completely agree that they have some of the coolest designs um and not just with their paddles but with their apparel as well you're rocking one of their hats right now and it looks super awesome. So 
Thank our you. listeners, little shout out to Bread and Butter. Go check them out on Instagram. Yeah, they're. I mean, yeah, I I love their style. I, I'm gonna have a shirt. I'm gonna be wearing out there. It's a really cool one. It's the one with the drink and the pickleball paddle sticking out of it. Oh, as perfect. a stir. That yeah. is perfect. That's perfect. For I knew you'd like that. Friend. I knew you'd like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. So uh, what can people expect from the Pickle or Die account, uh, you know, down the road here? Well, I am going to try and I, I absolutely love finding abandoned buildings to, to play wall ball in. So I, I will try and find more of that. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm always trying to figure out new stuff and fun stuff to do. So who knows? I mean, I'm going to, I try to do a lot of open plays and video that stuff as well and do nice edits with that. Hey, before we let you go, I saw a video that you posted that you're in some abandoned warehouse practicing against a cement wall, just hitting the ball against like, how many, how many laws did you break to get in there? (laughs) You know, I don't know because there was no fence around it. The door was <laughs> wide open. I just figured that's what they wanted me to do. So right, they didn't say I, not to. They didn't say not to. It didn't say no trespassing. It's <laughs> kind of it's I mean, kind of like when you're driving and there's no, there's not a no U-turn sign, so it's got to be legal, right? I mean, exactly. Yeah, same concept. <laughs> same concept. I I feel you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the door was wide open. I mean. It felt safe, so I just went in and did it. <laughs> I had my dog with me, so we're good. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, we have to let you go, but the next time we see each other in person, it's going to be in Las Vegas, and we are going to be enjoying ourselves, playing some pickleball and eating some good food. Heck yeah, Look, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. And it was really nice meeting you uh, virtually, Greg. And we cannot wait for you to come to Vegas so we can actually get some games in and get some grub on. Awesome. It was nice meeting you too. Um, I can't wait to see you guys live. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thanks a lot for uh, joining us tonight. And and to all of you listeners, thank you for joining us at Third Shot, where Bridgie and I will continue to share our pickleball journey. A special thanks to Greg Ballard. Please join us at the Shamrock Open in Las Vegas on March 15th through the 18th. We'll have a link on the thirdshotpodcast.com website. And support the show by subscribing. We promise to have more amazing guests just like Greg in future episodes. Let's continue to share our enjoyment for the game and grow the pickleball community. See you next time at Third Shot Podcast.